I hope you're very, very well. Hope all's good. Thanks so much for listening to the most recent episode all about marriage and babies and that juicy kind of stuff. And y'all seem very interested in what my future holds. So hopefully it opened up a lot of conversation. People did message me afterwards and we had a discussion about societal norms, I would say, and what is expected and the usual route that women go down and you know what if that's not what we all want so yeah that was a really good discussion and I'm glad you all enjoyed the podcast but this week I'm back with a new episode back with a new deep discussion and one that's a bit of a 180 from me I would say so as you can see the title of this is my girl boss era is over and if you've been around for a long time if you've been reading my blog and kind of followed me when I was at uni I was very much so all about the girl boss all about women at the table like pushing through that glass ceiling and wanting to like be a woman in business and I was in my public relations degree which was very female oriented oriented but a lot of what we see is all men at the top of these businesses the CEOs are all men so it really empowered me to be more of a girl boss more of a feminist more just wanting to be I don't know more vocal more visible in the business landscape I would say so back at uni I got all motivated at the end of my first year as you'll know I started my blog started trying to make myself stand out as a candidate when it came to getting jobs getting placement positions and I wanted the best for myself in terms of my placement year and I managed to get that. I could say I manifested but I spoke to my friend at the weekend and we talked about manifesting and the art of manifesting isn't just putting something out there, it's in saying what you want out loud and then all of a sudden magically that appears for you and when it comes to manifesting like what it actually means and like what I perceive manifesting to be and like how I think it works is that yes you put something out there you ask for something you say this dream out loud that you want to happen but you don't wait around for that to just happen like you go out and you make it happen you set plans in place you start working towards it that like that is how manifesting works like say for me going to New York like that was a big big dream I would say that I manifested it because all I did was sit on Pinterest and pin pictures of New York and I read guides about you know what to do in New York and I envisioned having that phone call where I get told that I'm moving and all those visualization manifesting type of things but then I also didn't get a new job that was going to block me having a job in New York I didn't buy a new phone on contract I waited because I was going to get one when I moved to New York like I put all these plans in place that in the mindset that I was already moving and that I didn't put any things in place that would stop me from getting that if you know what I mean so that was completely sidetracked I don't know how we got onto manifesting but that's my definition and how I practice manifestation but anyway I was all about the manifestation all about getting my dream job being a woman in business and doing all that kind of stuff 
And at the time, I was reading a lot of self-help books, like every self-help book under the sun, I wanted to read them all. And then I realized that they are all the same thing and I didn't need to read 30 self-help books that all said the exact same crap. Although I will die on that hill, if that's the correct saying, I could be making that up, that Atomic Habits by James Clear is the best and the only self-help book that you ever need to read. Go buy it, please. It, it, it will change your life. It is amazing. And there were some others that I loved, like Sophia Amoruso, who is the founder of Nasty Gal. Her book titled Girl Boss was probably the book that I would say changed my life. Like that was the first book that I read that really gave me the kick up the ass, like the mental switch that I needed. And that just started this whole waterfall effect, basically, or this whole ripple effect, basically, of where I've got to today. And I really took an interest in what she said and how she worked her ass off to be where she was and to find it very inspiring. And then I took on the whole girl boss thing and just ran with it and here we are today. Then like leading on, I went into, I think it was my final year. It must've been my second year that I started my Girl Boss Monday interview series on my blog. So I did that for maybe 12 weeks or I maybe even more, but it took up a lot of my time and I was so, so interested in like finding out about all these p women in PR especially. They were mostly all, uh, yeah, the majority of them were all women who owned their own PR agencies or were either at the top of the game like CEO or founder or that kind of role. But they were global so I had people from Australia, I had people from America, UK, South Africa, all over, anywhere, anybody that I could think of that I could get in touch with. I did and I think especially it was easier back then when I had the student title like I was emailing like hi I'm a PR student and I'm really interested in what you do so can you give me some information and it was really really fun and I think if that was say like today's world I would probably do a podcast series on the same premise like Girl Boss Monday and I really enjoyed it, like hearing from other people about being founders and having their own agencies. And especially from a global point of view, like how that differed across the world. And it was really motivating for me, I would say, especially being a student and working towards being a big corporate gal. But I think that was three, four, five years ago now and things definitely have changed. I would say that I'm not as into being a CEO anymore. And I don't know if I'll ever be a CEO or can see myself like being a CEO, especially of a big global organization. Like I just, I just don't see it. I don't know, like, I think like the title says, my girl boss era is over and I just don't have the ambition, I would say, to be like CEO level. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I, whether it's, the pandemic changed things or like my outlook on things like especially the last few jobs that I've had like during the pandemic I was in a job that got me to New York it was fine like don't get me wrong it was grand like it wasn't difficult at all but it just wasn't it wasn't challenging like it was just mundane like I could do it with my eyes closed I could do it in my sleep and I was like, I want something that challenges me, that excites me, and that just wasn't it. So then I moved on to another job, which went from zero to 100, where I was stressed the frig out, 
and sleepless nights, working overtime, working until 11 p.m., answering people in Australia at 4 a.m. Like, it was mental. And I was like, well, I am getting paid not enough to be doing this. And I think that really solidified for me that I need a work-life balance. Like, I I want my evenings back. I want my weekends back. I don't want to be having sleepless nights over my job. Like, I just want to enjoy my job and be good at it and you know have my own free time in the week in the evenings and the weekends to see my friends see my boyfriend see my family like do things I like and watch tv and not be constantly stressed and thinking about work so that was a big wake-up call for me I think that I just didn't want the high levels of stress basically um and then I moved again I'm like I'm not in a job I love I'm I can switch off in the evening and I'm not stressed and I'm not like losing sleep and it's just the best to be in this position and I'm just enjoying it like I'm not racing for a promotion I'm not thinking about okay well what's next where I think when I was younger I did do that and like I also see people around me that do that and you know, they're always con- like constantly thinking like, okay, well, what steps do I need to be doing to b- get promoted or to get a pay rise? And I don't know, like for me, for me, especially just right now, like I'm so happy with where I am, what I'm doing and like how things are going. And if I get recognized for what I do, all the better. And if I'm, you know, get more responsibility, great. But also I'm just happy. Like I'm, I'm not coasting, like I wouldn't say that, like I'm not just stuck in a rut, like maybe in six months time I might think, okay, I'm ready for something new, like challenge wise or take on more responsibility, like I'm ready to level up, but like for now I'm only, what, four months into my job, like I'm just happy where I am with what I'm doing, I'm doing it well and that's all that matters and yeah, I'm just not in my girl boss era any anymore like and I've even seen online that some people would call the whole girl boss thing quite toxic and that it puts pressure on people and it makes people think that they should be striving towards being a CEO being their own boss having their life together and that it can be just quite overwhelming seeing so many people post that they're trying to be this girl boss and having their life together and up early every morning in their routine they're go 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 all the time they have so much on and they're accomplishing so much and other people kind of don't take that very well or just don't associate themselves with it and there has been a lot of I would say negativity towards the term girl boss and ever since I would say the whole girl boss tv series came out from Sophia Amoruso and seeing her step down as CEO because it all got too much too quick and it showed you know maybe this whole girl boss thing isn't as glamorous as it seems like isn't as easy as it seems isn't as achievable as it seems for everyone and there are other people that show you that being a girl boss being a ceo is hard it is hard work and the likes of grace beverly who is the founder of tala and treddy i've been following her from she was grace fit uk in her university in oxford doing her music degree and seeing to where she is now is incredible and I just completely love that she is so transparent, so open about being a CEO, being a founder of her two businesses, trying to see her friends, trying to have a boyfriend, a dog, a life and she's only 25, 26, 27, like so so young 
but doing this all with no training with no knowledge and just winging it and bringing in all these people and like she is the definition of a girl boss like there is no arguing against it she is a complete girl boss she might not call herself a girl boss she might call herself something completely different but she is somebody that we could aspire to that if it was me back in university in my second year she is definitely someone that i would have looked up to read her book watched all her youtube videos listened to every single podcast episode and just had a shrine to grace beverly in my bedroom basically because she is everything that I would have back then envisioned myself becoming. And with her, like, it's not toxic. I don't look at her now and say, well, I don't want that anymore for myself. You seem stressed to the hills. I don't want that. Yes, she's making an absolute ton of money, but do I want that life and what she does, even though it looks really interesting, really, really cool? I don't think so. I'd rather just be what she was before, maybe a content creator someone that made content for a living, that to me sounds more appealing than running a whole business, dealing with profit and loss, dealing with shareholders, stakeholders, retailers, so much work that goes into having a product in store. But she is the definition of a girl boss in today's society and a big, big role model of mine, like don't get me wrong, but there are just some recent, I would say toxic associations with the term girl boss and You don't really see it anymore because I guess more of us work from home. We don't work in the office anymore. The the corner office isn't what we all aspire to have. Like we might aspire to have a window seat in our flats and shared houses in London, but that's all we can hope for after this world and the pandemic. And I think corporate life isn't really the dream for a lot of people anymore. It is for some people, of course, but not as much as it used to be, I think. Okay, reverse all that. Okay, what I'm about to say is probably going to contradict everything that I've said in this podcast from the start, but because I was about to say that I'm not in my girl boss era anymore, I'm in my that girl era. And to be honest, I think we've kind of repackaged the girl boss era and just shifted it towards this new that girl stance. So like, for example, the girl boss was up bit early in the morning, she was reading, she was doing a blog, she was doing her side hustle and she's going to work, she was smashing her job, coming home, going to the gym, doing her side hustle again and repeating. And to be fair, that is exactly what I do today. So I can't really say that I'm not in that girl boss era when that is what I do, but I'm just not that city girl off to the office Monday to Friday anymore. And I think that that girl takes the girl boss to a new level and a more and it has a more mindset and wellness approach to it. So like with that girl era, it's getting up early in the morning, reading my book, maybe going to the gym, going for a walk and going to work, doing my little side hustle, maybe another little gym sesh, a walk, definitely, definitely a walk, getting all that water in, eating good food, like healthy food, drinking less alcohol. And then at night, like having that time to do a face mask, watch TV, spend time with someone, relax have some me time listen to good podcasts like it's just a more rounded approach to the girl boss era i think and i think that is what i am currently at and i'm in my that girl era so all i need is my greens in the morning my matcha i've never had a matcha before but i'm kind of tempted to try one but i think that's where we're at at the minute like i'm not striving to be the ceo in my power suit like i'm striving to be the best version of myself and like to have the best routine and to be in the best shape and the best health that I have like I think as a person like a whole rounded person I'm trying to be that girl and I'm trying to 
get my morning routine, go for a walk, get some fresh air, which is obviously good for your mindset and like listen to educational podcasts, read some good books, do my job well, come home, do my little side hustle, but like just have that time as well. Like it's not all work, 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 which is what the girl boss era seemed to be about. This is yes, do the work, yes, do your own little thing, but also have that wellness time and like make sure you're aware of your mindset and like what you want and manifesting and visualization, like all that kind of stuff. So it's a very much, it's a nicer approach, I think, to the girl boss era. And yeah, I'm gonna go with that it's evolved and we're now talking about the that girl era and I'm in my, I'm in my that girl era and that's what I'm gonna say. So when I look back at my younger self, I would say that I was very motivated to be a CEO type of person, like to have my own agency maybe, like my own company and especially just to be my own boss. I think that's something that's always been a factor that I've wanted only quite recently. Like this is my my love-hate kind of thing with being my own boss, being a CEO, that kind of vibe. Like every entrepreneur that I read about, that I listen to, they were selling sweets in school or like they had little shops set up on the side of their house on like on their road. Like they always had this entrepreneurial spirit when they were a lot younger. And it's like, you know, are you born with it or can you grow into it? Like, you know, I've done an essay on that before when I was in school. Like, are you born an entrepreneur or like, can you learn to be an entrepreneur? And a lot of what we see on social media and like in all, in these books and from anecdotes, things like that, like entrepreneurs were born with it. And I can very much say that I was not the type to be selling sweets in school. I wasn't selling anything, making money. Like, yes, I went and worked from I was 16 or younger. I was 14, I think, when I got my first job. But that was more I wanted to go out and make money. Like, it wasn't that I wanted to go and be my own boss. It was I wanted security and I wanted to have my own savings and money that I could spend myself. So being my own boss has never been a lifelong dream and, like, ambition. It's only been something I would say recently. And I would say it's mostly because I see content creators and freelancers online like living their best life and working for themselves having their own routine getting up when they want working where they want living where they want and like that to me has always been I say always for the last couple of years has been something that I would like to try and it seems ideal I would say to me but then at the same time you would miss the company of others that you work with and you know, having that social aspect of work like that is a big big thing for me like I love being back in an office now because even working from home with a team of like 100 people in your company like it still was really lonely and I like that office space that office culture and that always drew me away from being my own boss like being a freelancer the aspect of it kind of scared me a little bit I would say but there is still that part of me that does want to work for myself, does want to have my own hours and like be able to schedule my whole day on my own terms, you know, go to the gym at nine in the morning when everyone's at work and then structure my day how I want it to be structured until say four o'clock or even into the later evening, which is when I do like to work. So I've wrote all this down. I've drawn up my ideal week of my life 
and how I would structure that, like what I would do, like in the mornings, where I would do it, like would it be in a coffee shop, would it be at home, like what would I be doing every day and that is me manifesting, like that is me visualising what I want to do in the future. And this is where I kind of discovered that like I don't want to be a CEO of a multi or global organization like that that's not me like I don't think I want that like I want just a nice life where I make enough money to live to travel to have a nice things and nice experiences like I will do a podcast later on in the year about travel because good god 2022 has been the year of travel for me without a doubt and like I've realized how much importance I put on travel and experiences like rather than materialistic items or things I don't need like I love 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 traveling and I want to be able to do something that allows me to travel a lot where you you know you don't have a limit on 25 days or like 20 days of the year like I want to just have my own freedom and my own life and to live it on my terms and like this is this is what I'm feeling is going to be the future and like what I want to come through and I'm visualizing and I'm manifesting and I'm writing all down and yeah I just think my values have changed my outlook on life and of work has definitely changed and I think I can do everything I want to do without working my, my way up that corporate ladder but as I always always say like I change my mind like to way too often to be normal So I could say this today and I could want to be the next CEO of, I don't know, Coca-Cola so I can drink all the Diet Coke that I could ever imagine. And, you know, in six months time I could say that working for myself would be the worst thing imaginable because I have no one to hold myself accountable to other than myself. I have no idea about accounting and invoices and tax and all that crap. So, yeah, I could change my mind but at the minute the corporate world although I love my job like don't get me wrong I adore my job and I'm so lucky to have my job but is it forever I don't know like especially with the job that I do in influencer marketing it wasn't around five six seven years ago in the company that I'm in anyway but like a lot of companies wouldn't have had influencer marketing and who knows what on earth is going to happen in the next six seven years and this is why like I just have to adapt, I have to change. All these people working from home, all these people working for themselves, like freelancers, like that, that might not be a thing in five years time, like who knows. But all I can say is the girl boss era is dead. It's over. And I'm in my that girl era. But what I will say is that my girl boss Monday era might not be over just yet. So more on that to come, but as ever, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Orla Clara podcast. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Orla Clara, on Twitter at Orla Chance Or, and as I've mentioned recently, on my new YouTube where I document all my travel and my most recent video, I will have to say, my roads trip when I was in Greece this summer is doing very, very well and it's very, very popular. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out and subscribe because I will be having... Bali content coming up soon so I go to Bali in two weeks and I'll also have some very exciting content just after Christmas because I on a whim booked another holiday at the weekend and I have absolutely no money left but I could not go to this place at Christmas so thanks so much for listening and talk to you later bye